Welcome to the Programmi. Willkommen. Have you been, you've been to Germany, yeah? Yes. What parts of Germany? Uh, Munich, Berlin, Dresden. Yeah, you've talked about Dresden a lot. I love Dresden. I have been. Best curried uh, sausage I've ever had in Dresden. I'm not shocked that Germany has a solid sausage mm. produ- uh, production line there. That's probably the place that it would happen. Austria also has a good sausage line. Yeah. <laughs> das ist Wunder Sausage. <laughs> um, Why talking about Germany? I don't know. I just, we, well, see, I made a mistake on the show. Uh, at one point we talk about Arnold Schwarzenegger. Sure. And I said he's from Germany. He's not. He's from Austria. That's embarrassing for you. Mm. You also did a really bad Netherlands accent at one point of the show. No. <laughs> what is that? I did not. This is perfection. Maybe that was a bit, I, I tailed off into, Good Lord. to like, I don't know. I felt like I was Persian for a second there, but that's fine. Welcome back. What show number is it today, bud? Have you it's figured it out? 718. I thought you were about to say 80, and I was like, geez, we bumped up from seven to 700 to 780. <laughs> I just stopped counting. You just I'm do just... your own shows at home in the, <laughs> on your couch. Hey, welcome to Tim and Jess. Look, this morning um, I revealed that I've learned something new about my partner. Yes, Gregory. Well, but you actually, you say his real name. I do. I think you need to get over. I just, I wanted some anonymity for him. Because it's not... And the memory. You know, he already has to deal with a lot. We talk about him a lot on this show. I just didn't want him to feel uncomfortable. He's six foot five. He could bonk anyone on the head that makes fun of him. (laughs) I know he's a very non-threatening male, but if he wanted to... He's the most chilled out guy ever. You know what he needed Sometimes I'm like, hey, I need you to like be a bit more dramatic for me. Get on board. Get on board the drama train. It's, it's, yeah, I was going to say, because you would complain, say, I'm assuming you would complain about something I've done. And he would be like, well, have you thought about it from Tim's side? Yeah. And you'd be like, I don't want I don't this. need logic. If I wanted logic, I would just think of it myself. You would have spoken, to me, you would have spoken to me because give, if give you don't me want some drama. Yeah. Me and your partner, we just have logical conversations. Yeah. Once he was like, how are you going? And I was like, my heart's beating. And he was like, accurate. And it was just a beautiful conversation because all of it was truth. Like, I didn't want to say I'm good because that's a bit much for me. It's a bit flamboyant. You know what oh, he did I'm say? Good. He was like, Tim was a lot of fun on Saturday night. He met you out for a few drinks. I was overtired. Yeah. So I was a bit delusional, if I'm being honest. He was honest. like, Tim on a few cordials is pretty nice. He's a nice guy. I'm nice without cordial. Uh. <laughs> My dad makes them to get to me, Timmy. It's the Cotties ad. But I didn't want to say Cotties <laughs> legally. Do it again. It makes the fruit to get the cutties. Make the cutties. I think that's at all the words I like best. <laughs> I remember it. What you, what's your favourite um, cordial flavour? Um, probably the the red raspberry. I just oh, if you I say knew the you were going to say that. I'm going to mine's flip the table. Mine's a, a tie. I could say oh, no, nah, it's a tie between lemon squash and lime. That's it. I quit the show. I quit the show. Give me your monies. Lime. Give me the rest of your contract. Lime. Lime. What's wrong with lime? It's zesty. Lemon. Yes. You were the worst I'm child I'm a citrus ever. boy. Oh. I think, all right, tomorrow, the most common cordial. What's the most we'll common? We'll find out the most common cordial. All right. I know it's not like hard-hitting journalism on the show, but it's a question that needs to be answered. Can't stress enough. We didn't talk about that on the show today, so. If, if you, you wait if you're, 24 if, hours. If you're in a backlog uh, and you want to <laughs> skip ahead. Welcome to the backlog. I like to imagine it's 2021. Yeah. Uh, Vladimir, Putin, Vladimir Putin's just signed for the Melbourne Storm uh, footy team. They're doing an experiment contract. No, you know contract. what's happened. It's t- 2027. You're running for Prime Minister and they're trying to find dirt on you. <laughs> Do you know 
So I genuinely had a thought. So my, my partner has been away for the last like three or four days. So mm. I've had a lot of time just like sort of hanging by myself. I was driving around after being at the dog park and then on the news, I was listening to our radio station, which is just a cracking station. <laughs> if you ask me, love me some ads. And, uh, I was just sitting there and I heard like the news about Scott Morrison remaining as the prime minister. Sure. And I was like, what if I want to be prime minister one day? You don't. And then I started thinking about all the things I've said on this show <laughs> that would immediately get me in trouble as prime minister. And I was like, I can't lead the nation. Mm. And that's a concern for me. Could I be your budget minister? <laughs> oh, we're in debt. Oh, we're in debt. What's going on? Oh, sorry. I don't think Still they even debt. call it the budget minister, come to think of it. I'm the money man. <laughs> what, is, what is this actual The wrong? treasurer. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, buddy. You know, using that journalism degree <laughs> to full force. I failed Australian Budget politics director. for a reason. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, get up with Tim and Jess. Hello, good morning, how you doing? Waking up, Central waking Queensland's up, hit. Got the feeling right now, huh? Good like morning. How good is Monday? Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Thanks to Reef City Motors, eight car brands, new use. It's the cheapest place to go in the entire state. Yeah, not only that, they've got a great service department. I just yeah. got my car serviced last week. It was awesome. Now you can uh, they really look after you. fang down Main Street uh, doing your manies again. <laughs> yeah. Just like old times. She's back on the road. She's back on the road. Look so, out, everybody. Um, But today, uh, a lot of people have been talking about this all weekend. What's going to happen? Who's going to end up in charge? Sitting on the Iron Throne for Game <laughs> of Thrones because it's the final episode today. I know. I'm so excited. I'm also very nervous because we accidentally spoiled... Last week's episode. No speaking to our to our friend, uh, friend of ours, M- music maestro and Matt. I know that the minute it comes out, he's going to be watching it just so he can spoil it for us. So, I have uh, a very large problem today. Mm. My girlfriend, whose name's also Jess, doesn't finish work until four thirty today. Oh no! Do you have to wait till four thirty? Have to wait until four thirty. Mi- at minimum. You never should have admitted that because now our mate Matt has heard that He's and he gonna is make... absolutely going to spoil it for you. The music maestro Matt will not. He will. He wouldn't do that to us. I'm just going to turn <laughs> He my... would so. I'm going to throw my phone into the ocean so that Good. it can't be spoiled. You probably should. Hey, look, speaking of another um, big fight for the Iron yes. Throne. Who ended up on Australia's Iron Throne? I, who would have thought it? ScoMo. ScoMo. Literally. Retain one... the throne. One bloke. Put a million dollar bet on. There's, there's a lot to go through for the federal election because Labor has conceded. Yeah. So Scott Morrison and the Liberal Party will remain in leadership here. But literally every betting site got it wrong and made some big, big mistakes over the weekend. Chatting the election results up next on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. It's been a big weekend all across Australia. If you've missed it, there was a federal election. Mm -hmm. And if you've missed it, you probably haven't voted. (laughs) Oh, dear. And that's a shame for you. I don't think you get fined. I'm pretty sure you don't anymore. Uh, No, you definitely do get fined. All right. Well, Yep. good luck to get in the post uh, for you. But Mr. Scott Morrison has retained leadership uh, with the Liberal Party and he's going to continue to be our Prime Minister. Now, leading up to the election, for the last two years, I would say, it's been nothing but Bill Shorten's in the lead. Bill Shorten's in the lead, looking likely that Bill Shorten is going to take out Prime Minister. Yeah, and even like as early as last week, 
on the Tuesday or the Wednesday, Sportsbet, the betting agency, paid out mm-hmm. all people that put money voting on Labor to win the election. They actually said, um, they, they've got a quote that they said to News Corp. They said, with punters so confident, sports bettors today paid out early on all bets placed on Labor to win Saturday's vote. Over $1.3 million has been paid yeah. out to punters on a flutter on Labor. Yeah. So then not only did they pay that money, but then they had to pay the money to the people who actually bet on Liberal to come out of the election on top. And it's intense. Bill Shorten's stood down. He's Mm. no longer going to be the leader of the Labor Party. I think that the way I look at any election, right, whoever was in charge, whether it was Labor, Liberal, the Greens, Pauline Hanson, whoever it was, most times or not, it's best for whoever is in charge to stay in charge because... The first two years of anyone being the leader or a, a party being in charge just takes two years to find your feet. Mm-hmm. At least we have feet found. Even if the feet are pointing in the wrong direction and some people are unhappy, <laughs> things are going to get done sooner, hopefully, because this has happened. Can we just have a, a moment's silence for the bloke who placed a million-dollar bet on the Labor Party winning? Shorten. One million dollars. Yeah. Can you even imagine that amount of money? He set a new record on Ladbrokes for the most amount. That's more that one bloke bet $370,000 on Winks to win the Melbourne Cup. And that was the old record. A million dollars. Imagine being that confident. It's, it is a shame. And even look locally, um, say for Capricornia and the seats of Flynn, uh, LNP locking in both of those, Michelle Landry, also Ken O'Dowd holding their seats, which... Surprise a lot of people. So it's interesting to see. And apparently, again, Queensland was the state that called the election. Did you see people were calling for Quexit? <laughs> yeah, Quexit. <laughs> sign us in. <laughs> let's get out. Let's, let's, let's build a river on the border and let's just float away a bit. Sure. Why not? But look, uh, everything, there's still like a lot of votes to be counted, but uh, the, the call has been made from the Labor Party that they have conceded the fight, so... What a time. Three years away from this all happening again. Mm. How good. Sorry, Shorten. Can't wait for uh, Clive Palmer to spend another $60 million (laughs) to lose to independence. Every single seat. I love this country. (laughs) Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Get up with Tim and Jess. Love speaking to locals here around central Queensland. Mm -hmm. Locals like Isabella Wyman, uh, she's organising a great event on the 24th, this Friday, yep. at the Glenmore Tavern. It's all to raise money for a beautiful cause. Isabella, good morning. Thank you so much for getting up so early for us. <laughs> oh, no worries. Morning. <laughs> now, tell us a little bit about Hunter and what this event is raising money for. So, Hunter is a 13-year-old boy, and until just before Easter, he was a perfectly normal boy. Um, and then, unfortunately, he had a bit of a health scare. And they found out that he was diagnosed with leukemia. Mm. It's kind of just torn the family apart, just little things or big things too. The, um, they were originally getting married this year and so now Hunter's parents are cancelling the wedding, yeah. cancelling mm. the honeymoon, torn apart between Brisbane and Rocky. And so this fundraiser is just to kind of help them out with some of the medical bills and then just some of the financial struggles of day-to-day living 
Because well, you can never be prepared oh, for leukemia no. to hit the family, can you? I mean, and it no. and it it does affect the entire family. Well, from what we understand, Belinda, his mum, has uh, stepped down from her job to make sure that she's available to care, and, and his dad, Jay, stays at home in Yapoon to help raise their other child. So it's clearly rocking the family, and especially it being so recent, like only finding out a few weeks ago. Um, obviously, as you were saying, Isabella, it's just thrown everything into a bit of a spin for this poor family. We're just holding this fundraiser just in the hopes that we can help with the little things whilst they have to tackle the big things. Well, tell us about the event this Friday. How can we get involved and how can people donate to this awesome family? So on Friday night, we are doing a superhero-themed fundraiser. Now we'll be doing uh, multi-draw raffles, which we have so far we're up to over 20 prizes for. Awesome. Um, We also have our 1 to 200 board which is $20 a ticket and the winner goes home with $2,000. Oh, nice. <laughs> That's incredible. Those 1 to 200 boards, they're incredible. We used to have them at a footy club. And, <laughs> and if you've got your number, Friday night is the night to go and put money on your number because it is just really great. And, of course, we know the money's going somewhere fantastic. The Hunter F- Hunter's Family Fundraiser at Glenmore Tavern, uh, when, what time does it kick off on Friday, Isabella? So we'll start selling raffle tickets. Um, well, as soon as anyone gets there on Friday, but we kick <laughs> off around 7. Well, uh, we, we really appreciate speaking to you. And if you are listening right now and you want to help out, the Glenmore Tavern is where you need to go on Friday night. Help out Hunter and his family. Thank you so much for chatting to us, Isabella. Thank you for having me. You just never know when leukaemia or something similar no. can hit the family and just absolutely rock the whole world. Absolutely. Uh, so... If you want to get involved and you feel like you want to make a donation, please get in touch. Uh, the Glenmore Tavern is having their event this Friday, kicking off from 7pm, but I'm sure if you get down there a little bit earlier, Absolutely. they won't mind at all. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Get up with this. Tim and Jess. Now at The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. The weekend wasn't just about the election, it was also about the European election, Eurovision. I'm going to get you to never <laughs> never make that joke again. Eurovision was on, for some reason Australia's in it. Yeah. KMH, also known as Kate Miller-Heidke, was wrapped because everyone was saying she's going to win. She's yeah. going to win. She's going to come first. Everyone was like saying it was a dead set ringer. She is in for the win. She was swinging Number around on one. some pogo sticks. <laughs> everyone was super impressed. Turned out she placed ninth. No offence to Kate Milhockey. Fantastic effort. But if you place ninth in the Olympics, you haven't made the finals because <laughs> they only take the top eight. Well, in Eurovision, they take the top ten. So she came second last. Garbage. But. She placed with ninth with 285 points, sure. which doesn't sound like a lot, but the guy who placed 10th from the UK, his name is Michael Rice, he racked up only 16. Okay. 16 votes. Is some dude from the Netherlands won. Yes. I've got a bit of the song. Duncan Lawrence. Oh. The Netherlands. Did he just tell people to sing a song that yeah. no one's heard? The Netherlands, this is the first time they've won since 1975. So they are wrapped. The sneaky Dutch. <laughs> They're at it again. And Eurovision will be held from the Netherlands next year. So that's exciting. Sure. If that's what your okay. definition of exciting is, If you is, actually sure. like Eurovision, you can head to hit.com.au and check out all the fashion, all the music, and that winning song right now. Shouldn't we be in Asia Vision? 
if that was a there show? There isn't an Asia Vision. Well, maybe we should make one because we'd win that. Trendy now, all thanks to Heron Island. You can escape to Heron Island on the Great Barrier Reef right on your doorstep. I'm not sure if I can with that <laughs> attitude. <laughs> Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. Good job, Kate Milhock. Get up with Tim and Jess. I want to reach hey. out to a, a very niche group of individuals. The ones that have always lived in their sibling's shadow. So you're talking about yourself again. This uh, is something new. This is something different and no, that's okay. I want to talk about my poor brother and sister because clearly I'm the most attractive sibling and they are the ugly ones. And I want to talk to the ugly siblings of CQ. I don't want to rank your family in order of attractiveness, but I have a definite one, two, three. Really? Yeah. No, go on. Your brother, I- your sister, you. How dare you, first Your brother of all. is stone cold handsome and I won't hear anything <laughs> against it. Pete. He's a beautiful man. Listen, a mother of two was on Mum's Net. You know that that online portal where all mums go to complain about things. It's my third favourite website. <laughs> so yes, I know about it. She was asking on Mum's Net whether she should dress down her pretty toddler because it turns out <laughs> people were complimenting one of her children and forgetting about the other one. So she wants to make the pretty one ugly to fit yeah. the ugly, the ugly so one. To make the other one feel better because they'd be walking down the street... And her 18-month-old would always get compliments. Oh, she looks so cute. She looks amazing. And she'd be like, yeah, both my kids are attractive. Mm. I don't see this as a big issue. Like, toughen up. I think Maybe the three-year-old's an absolute ugly kid. Not all kids are pretty, Tim. It doesn't. It, it's not the fact that not all kids are pretty. It's the fact that the child's own mother doesn't think <laughs> the kids. Like, you're, if you're a mum or a dad, your children are beautiful. They're both Supermodels. They're both whatever. Oh, no, it I reckon be. you've always got a favourite. No. Always. If you can't love them all equally. You can. It's like you can eat a cake Wrong. evenly, you can love a child evenly. My mum will tell us which one's a favourite that week. Because oh. <laughs> one of us is always annoying her. We have a system in my family with my sister Mads. Whoever lives the furthest away is the most loved. Mm. But she, she was living in the UK and I was like, well, I'm not going to move to Finland to win this war. So I've just given up. And she loves, she's loved way more. 13, 12, 16. Are you the ugly sibling? Jess. I just, safe space. I'm not going to make fun of you that much. I just Don't make fun you, of anyone Have you always lived in your sister's shadow or maybe your brother's always got the girl? I want to hear from you on 13, 12, 16. This is really negative. Are this you is... the ugly sibling? Is it, Are you feeling personally attacked because you're the ugly, ugly sibling? No, I just. I saw pictures from your sister's wedding and she is a babe. Well, I wanted to wear that dress, but apparently only one can. So I let her have it because, after all, it was her day. So such a good brother. Sue me. Just you, just I just think that you're opening up a very negative avenue right now, and I don't want to drive down this street. Can't wait. Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Are you the ugly sibling? Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Mum's Net. Uh, it's where women go to complain about things about being mum. I thought that was just. <laughs> And any open space. <laughs> not, not a website, just an open space. A mother space. of two, uh, an 18-month-old and a three-year-old, she said that people are always commenting on how attractive, how cute her 18-month-old is and always forgetting about her three-year-old. And she doesn't know whether she should start dressing down the toddler to make the other one feel better. I almost don't want to speak because <laughs> this is wild. I'm 13, 12, 16. I wanted to hear... <laughs> You're the ugly sibling. Okay, that's that's the question that I've been concerned about. <laughs> and look, growing up, my sister was always the more attractive one. She still is. I'm happy to I admit that. I still think you're not giving your brother Peter enough credit. Oh, he is the a worst beautiful one. man. If anything, it goes Peter. All of your cousins, 
than your sister and you. Wow. Peter is a supermodel. How dare you? On the inside, Jess, and that's all that really matters. Because both of you and your sister are awful people on the 13, inside. 13, 12, 16. <laughs> oh, here we go. Are you the ugly sibling? Externally? I mean, externally, <laughs> internally. All right. I don't care. Narelle's called through, but I'm not going to ask her this question because I want no part of this. <laughs> so feel free for you. I don't often let you do this, but feel free to do this. Narelle, are you the ugly sibling? Well, actually, I used to always get bullied because I was the fattest one in the family, and now Stop I've it. actually flipped. Um, but now I, I was uh, then called the golden child because my I was actually the favourite in the family with my parents. But now both my parents died last year. My sisters and brothers said, now you're on equal part of everybody because oh my now you're not the golden child. That's awful. Jess, this is what I was worried about, right? So it's opening up this real negative space where everything's super judgmental and it's based oh on appearance and attitudes. Yeah, so now we're just all orphans. So we're actually all on equal par. So my, my sisters and brothers think it's great. Narelle, thank you very much for your call, mate. Thanks. All right, uh, Timmy. He's also called through on 13, 12, 16. Timmy, are you the... I don't want to say it. Are you the ugly sibling, Timmy? <laughs> I hate to say it, but... I am. I am. I have. The first uh, step is uh, admitting it, Tim. That's... <laughs> Hello, everybody. Nice to meet you. I'm an ugly sibling. Um, all right. All tell right. us about your brother. Is it a brother or a sister? Where, where, who well, it's even worse. Than, no, it's actually, a, it's a, I have a sister who it pains me to say, um, look, she's always gotten a lot of attention from my friends. Oh, no. Um, me. Yeah, yeah, and even um, even like like if we've ever been out, she's been approached by like uh, uh, model scouts and things like that. Oh, um, and in all the family photos, it's always her at the front. And the more of me that it can kind of shuffle to the back, that would be wonderful. Thanks. She's the Kim Kardashian. You're Rob Kardashian. Jessica. <laughs> First of all, those names are banned from this show, and you know that. I'm just and saying that attitude towards Timmy should be banned. That's so rude. <laughs> no. Look, a safe space, Timmy. Uh, thank you so much for calling up. I'm sure that you're j- very attractive, um, but maybe your sister's just a babe. All right, can you stop hitting on the, the <laughs> listeners, the people that call the show, Jess, please? I'll just, I'll just stop talking, shall I? Timmy, <laughs> we just want you to know that you're valued, and if you were in our family, you would be at the forefront of every photo, mate. Thanks, guys. I hope we get a wonderful Christmas photo this year together. <laughs> that would make my day. That's good, Thanks mate. for your call, Timmy. Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now. Good, good morning. It's Tim and Jess here. Thanks to Reef City Isuzu. Why must course. you sing that? <laughs> hey, it's your light commercial vehicle specialist, Reef City Isuzu, so you need to go and check them out if you've got a small business and you need things moved around. Mate, Reef you, City Isuzu. you need to head to Reef City Motors for all of your car needs. I had a service there last week at the team down there in the service and parts department. Really look after you. Well, they love you. Yeah. Because you. And gave... I love them. Okay. <laughs> love is a strong word, but that's all right. We will use the word love. Um, I tell you what people don't love at the moment. There's two things. One, the result of the federal election sure. from the weekend with Scott Morrison oh, remaining a, our prime minister. There's a few people that do love that. A few people love it. A few people don't. Uh, and a lot of people don't love that Game of Thrones is doing its final ever episode today. Mm-hmm. At 11 o'clock, the final episode of Game of Thrones is going to be airing. <sighs> Prepare are we going to be done with work by then? Because I need to watch. Mate, are we going to be done by work by 11? That's rich. Of course we are. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be two hours home by then. So just True. chill out. You'll be, you'll be fine, mate. So Game of Thrones, make sure you don't miss it today. Again, if you do have a Facebook, an Instagram, a MySpace account, 
Don't no post spoilers. any spoilers because I can't watch until at least five tonight. Actually, if you're going to do any spoilers, send, <laughs> send them directly to Tim Bolch at It's Blotchy on no, no, Instagram. No. That's all right. We don't need to do that. We can be friends. I will give you a dollar if you don't right. send me a spoiler. I will send a dollar to everyone in Central Qua- I don't have $200,000. I take I- it back. <laughs> I take it back. Oh, what have I done? That was rich. Look, um, hey, speaking of a lot of money, rich, $200,000, Coming up next, I want to tell you the number one way to cheese off your boss. Oh. Well, it's pretty obvious. It's steal his money, but I can tell you what not to do once you've stolen his money. Have we done this to our boss? I think we should. Okay. I think we really should. <laughs> Team Uncle Jen. X, if you're listening, <laughs> turn off. We don't want you to hear this no, next bit. not just now. Get up with Tim and Jess. We were just talking about large sums of money mm-hmm. um, that I would give $1 to every resident in central Queensland. Being $200,000, which I don't have. <laughs> to not spoil Game of Thrones for you today. I'm about $199,000 short of that. Right. So just a little bit off. And I don't want to give you money. I can't stress that enough. But say if you were to take money from me, that would be a bad thing because you would steal that, right? Mm-hmm. And like say if you were to steal it and then spend it, even worse. Because you can't, like once I go, hey, give me my money back. And you go, well, I don't have your money. Okay. That's even worse, right? Sure. A Japanese uh, bloke and his boss visited Melbourne uh, late last year for a work trip. And what do you do when you go to Melbourne? You try and catch a game of footy. You go and look at all the street art. Drink a cup of coffee. Drink a cup of coffee and you go to Crown Casino. Of course. So they had a night off. Boys, boys, boys. Oh, no. Let's go to the casino. Staying in different hotel rooms. Uh, the younger, the employee of this, uh, saw he left, his boss left his briefcase on his bed, he opened it, just a casual $140,000. So what do you do when you're in the big city and you have $140,000 cash on you? I mean, you try and double it. You steal it and take it to the casino. That is brilliant. And guess what happened? I'm guessing he didn't win big? He lost every. Single cent of that money. It's a slippery slope, isn't it? Why? Apparently, it was a panic-driven splurge because he wasn't going to use all of the money. But then as a lot that happens in gambling, you start small and you go, I can get it back. I'm assuming he wasn't at the, like, $5 tables. No. He was was in the high, high rollers. He was rolling high. And now he has been sentenced to one month prison after pleading guilty. Prison? Australian prison. Not those clean Japanese prisons. Yeah. Mate, if you stole $140,000 from me and then spent it, I would be upset. Yeah, you'd be upset, but you'd be like, I would, yo, pay me back. I, I wouldn't send you to prison. You've stolen from me, bro. Have I? Give me my $140,000 back. Otherwise, you'll end up in the beautiful Japanese prisons where okay. Reiki gardens, hot tea. It sounds like heaven, actually. Heaps of technology. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to go to prison, Japan would be the place to go. Just saying. I don't know. I've never experienced any prison. Yeah, but I struggle getting up and down off the floor. Oh, because I imagine the walls, like in the Japanese prisons, are those paper walls. Yeah. You just, yeah. out, but out of respect, they don't leave. Exactly. No, I, I shan't do that to the government here. But uh, don't steal from your boss. I feel like that's a given more than anything else. But also, don't spend what you've stolen. Yeah, see, our boss would never just leave a briefcase lying around like that. No. He's, he's got he's a handcuff to his that. belt. 
He's not letting that anywhere out of his sight. It's Tim and Jess. Sorry, Uncle Wex. Tim and Jess on Head Seek. Get up with Tim and Jess. Now, Trending now, live from LA with Dean McCarthy, thanks to Heron Island. Arnold Schwarzenegger, the name, I mean... Schwarzenegger. Oh, sorry. There you go, that's some culture, kids. <laughs> he is one of our faves uh, here on the show. And look, a crazed fan tried to fly kick him straight to the head this weekend. Dean, what is going on? This crazed fan has obviously never been on Google or never seen any of the Terminator series because this fool of a man, this is what he did. Let me set the scene here. Arnold was in South Africa at the Arnold Schwarzenegger African um, like fitness comp that he, yep. you know, he's like the leader of, whatever. Anyway, so Arnold's there like talking to fans, signing autographs, getting selfies. Out of nowhere, literally like a bat, the man comes flying through the air, literally kicks Arnold Schwarzenegger in the back with both of his feet. So imagine him jumping in the air, flying and kicking with both feet. It's a wrestling move called a drop kick. Anyway, so Arnold falls forward, obviously. The man falls to the ground. All of Arnold's, you know, bodyguards jump on this man like you've never seen. <laughs> and Arnold kind of, like, turns around, like, pretty cool, calm, collected. He obviously is Arnold Schwarzenegger, so he's still a pretty tough dude. He afterwards said, I didn't even know what happened until I watched the video, which is hilarious. That's great. Uh, and the guy, how cool is this? This is the ending to the story, which I think is so awesome. Arnold Schwarzenegger, not even going to press charges. Good guy. Well, when you look at, if you haven't seen the video, you can check it out online. It kind of looks like the way that Arnold like Schwarzenegger moved. It looks like someone's throwing a ham sandwich at him, and he's gone, <laughs> "What was that?" And then he's just moved on with his day. So he wasn't too fussed about Meanwhile, it. Meanwhile, I hope this sets off like a whole chain of events where people just start throwing things at him, like just go and break just a chair seeing, over his back just, just to see what. what <laughs> You know, don't what? do that if you see him. <laughs> Can't stress that enough. But, yeah, Dean, if you uh, witness anything like that, please bring it to us first. Thank you very much, mate. Oh, well, I will not be doing that to anyone on the next red carpet. Don't worry. I'm not a fool. <laughs> I'm not a fool. Thanks, Dino. You can check out that story and heaps more, as always, at hit.com.au. And trading now is thanks to Heron Island. There's lots of trees there. You can stay longer with their brand new boat Sorry. schedule as well. We needed cross-check notes because this is <laughs> minus so your different. Own. That's fair. Good Lord. Hey, look, coming up next, I'm a little bit nervous about this one. Because I think people are going to judge me. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair to assume. I want to talk about what you've only just learned about your partner. Because you've been dating your boyfriend for nine months. Yeah. And you'd think that there wouldn't be any surprises. No. But it turns out I've been saying his name wrong the entire time we've been dating. Mate. <laughs> I was gonna say Not surname! No. His first name, and he's never corrected me. Alright. Let's just do this. It's <laughs> coming up next. Get up with Tim and Jess. I have made a big mistake. Yes. I am aware. And look, I told you about this this weekend and you were shocked. (laughs) I literally thought you were making a joke of it intentionally. Yeah. It turns out I've been with my partner now for nine months. About about eight, nine months, I would say, yeah. And I've been saying his name incorrectly the entire time we've been dating. Now, a bit of smoke and mirrors here at the radio station. We often refer to your boyfriends Mm -hmm. as Gregory. Yes. Or Greg, if we're being casual about (laughs) it. But that's not his real name. His real name is Akshay. This story requires real name situation. Because when I met him, he was like, hi, my name's Akshay. And I was like, nice to meet you, Ashtray. And I thought his name was Ashtray. And I was like, this is really weird. So then I asked him when we were on our first date. So your name's Akshay. He's like, yes, my name is Akshay. 
Nine months later, I found out it's actually pronounced Akshay. I know. Because <laughs> I mean, when I was introduced to him, he said, G'day, mate. My name's Akshay. And yeah. you know my brain. Like, when I get introduced to people, whatever you get introduced to me as first, mm-hmm. even if your nickname's Frosty, and they're like, G'day, my name's Tom, you're not Frosty to me. You're if you introduce Tom. yourself as Frosty, G'day, Frosty the Snowman, what's going on? <laughs> I'm never going to call you Tom. So you've always been like, oh, yeah. Akshay said this and Akshay did that. I was like, why are you emphasising the A? It's I Ak. thought that's how you said it. It's like Akhtung. It's spelt with an A. I thought it was Akshay. It's Akshay. Well, in Australia, like, say for the word, like, ass. Right. It's like, oh, instead of ass. Right. You know? So, Akshay. Say, when you say it now, say it with a posh hand. Right. Akshay. Akshay. I can't say it. He's even Ak-shay. changed the way he says it because I say it. Because you bullied him in. Because I, I le- literally thought, I was like, geez, this, in, this mispronunciation is getting out of hand. Right. And you've just been saying his name wrong. Your boyfriend's I, I had name no, wrong. Someone actually called him Akshay the other day and was like, oh, how funny is what this? What a fool. My mate called you Akshay the other day. And he was like, yeah, that's my name. And I was like, hang on a second. It's been nine months. How, how have I been saying your name wrong? For- Ashtray, you're telling me, <laughs> right? See, I thought you were just going to say that you found out his name's not actually Gregory. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, what? That's a revelation it's to so everyone. so culturally different. 30, 12, 16. What have you just found out about your partner? <sighs> Maybe you've like been together 10 years and you've just found out that he does something crazy. Didn't your mate say after we spoke about it last week that they, she found out that her husband... Does what I do in the shower to clean his bum bum. Yes, with soap. She said, "Thank God you and Tim talked about how Tim cleans his bum, because Normal I've way, found out I don't want to use my soap anymore." Because her husband does the same. Because her husband does the same thing. Her husband's not only a smart man but also a clean man. <laughs> you and your dirty bum friends can head out of town for all I care. But yes, I agree that that has taken a significant amount of time for her to learn that. Yes, and it just—I mean, now I'm wondering what else I don't know about him. It's been nine months. There shouldn't be this many surprises. Probably a murderer. <laughs> that room full of plastic in his house really unsettles me. I don't know how you feel about it. But all right, 13, 12, 16. What took too long to find out about your partner? Oh, yeah. Just a significant amount of time that you wouldn't normally find acceptable and you go, hey, why wasn't this raised a very long time ago? Like, why didn't you call me out on it? Now well, I feel embarrassed. Well, he's been calling you Jis all this time. He's not even from New Zealand. It's very strange as well. I thought you guys were just bullying each other. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. What have you just found out about your partner? Get up with Tim and Jess. And on 13, 12, 16, uh, Jess is having a revelation yeah. after realising after nine months you were pronouncing your boyfriend's name completely wrong. I mean, if you just joined us, welcome. welcome. Um, but welcome. also, I have been saying my boyfriend's name incorrectly for nine months that we've been it's, together. It's and very he's never corrected me. It's subtle, but it's... Obvious. His name is Akshay. Not Akshay. You're such a bogan. Hey, Akshay. Why has he never corrected me? He even introduces himself as Akshay sometimes. Because he's around you and he's embarrassed that you get it wrong. (laughs) I mean, how has he not broken up with me yet? That's the question I want to ask. That's the money question. We have a group chat. Called, we have a, we have a countdown clock. Right. It's, oh, sorry, a count up clock because yeah. you're you're further in than we all put money on. So <laughs> that's fine. But we had a few messages on Facebook. Well, yeah. The real question is, what have you just learned about your partner? Katrina yeah. messaged us on Facebook at Hit CQ and said, after 27 years of marriage, approximately 1,404 weeks of cooking evening meals, one of the regulars was curried sausages. After her two kids moved out, her husband turns to her and says, "Dal." I never really said anything, but I don't like curried sausages. <laughs> he 
he's held on to that for a hot minute. 27 years. That's a long time <laughs> to not learn something. We've had Kim call through on 13, 12, 16 from Tanham Sands. Kim, what have you just learned about your partner? I only learned over the weekend that he has been secretly hiding chocolate in the house <laughs> for months. Where's his hidey you, hole? Yeah, how do you hide chocolate? Because I know where everything is in the house. He had it in his bedside drawer. Oh. And I'm like, I'm not a snoop. I leave his bedside drawer yeah. completely to himself. And then we were watching a movie over the weekend and we needed some new batteries. And, like, the TV's in the room. And I opened it up to get the batteries. And there was chocolate bars in there. Just stacks of chocolate bars. (laughs) I think bedside drawers are sacred places. Like, you never know what you're going to find in one. So Mm -hmm. I understand not digging in, but, wow, that's betrayal. That's next level betrayal. I think so too. Do you know what actually? I think this is breakup worthy. I all right, that's a bit extreme. <laughs> but the the bedside table is where I keep my hidden secrets as well. And the other week, my girlfriend caught me. It was devastating. What you? She found my exclusive bonus edition DVD of The Greatest Showman. She's like, "What is oh. this? You <laughs> never said anything." I thought she found your Rogaine. Oh no. <laughs> anyway, Kim, Tim's going bald. Thank, yeah, thank you so. for your call, Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe check the Rogaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I unnecessary but fun, right? I'm not losing my hair. I don't get the joke. <laughs> yeah, but this is radio, see, and a lot of people don't see you, so they just assume that you're bald now, which is real fun for me. Get up with Tim and Jess. Got the feeling right now, huh? It goes like this. Good morning. Tim and Jess on Hit CQ. How good is Monday? And how good is it that Reef City Motors brings us the show every single day? Eight car brands, over 200 quality used cars. Best in the state, way cheaper than heading to Brisbane. And you know that. I don't know why you'd ever bother going down to Brisbane when you got all to that right here in CQ. To see family. Nah. Well, I've got family here in CQ, so I won't leave <laughs> because they're here. But that's all right. Look, big weekend for many reasons. And uh, we talked about this earlier today. Everyone's going... Who's going to end up leading us? Who is going to be in charge? Who mm-hmm. has conceded? Game of Thrones, the season finale. <laughs> We're going to see who won the Game of Thrones election at 11 this morning. Now, you can't actually watch it until 4.30, uh, until your girlfriend gets home, unless you want to watch it I've... and then pretend you haven't watched it and watch it again. You know, okay, so I'm not the best actor. <laughs> like, wow, oh. Me, oh my. Oh my God, I can't believe that happened. That thing. I'm uh, going to start dropping spoilers in, even though it hasn't come out yet. Like, Aya <laughs> Stark's dead. Jess. Why? For people. We got a complaint last. <laughs> so, we got a complaint last week because Jess revealed something in an episode. Sure. And you won't accept that you've done a bad thing. Mm. You revealed a spoiler. Just say. Tyrion Lannister's on the Iron Throne. This isn't funny. I, it's not. You've got this big dumb smile on your face. It's not funny. I'm having a good You're being time. quite rude to people that haven't seen the show. None of these things are true. Just shush. Well, isn't that a spoiler in of itself? Haven't you just become the spoiler now? <laughs> Shall we give away $1,000? Alpha Bucks is up next. 13, 12, 16 if you want to play. It is just the Tim show now because Jess is going to get Have you taken down my mic? I haven't taken down your mic. Oh, okay. I'm going to take your contract away from you. Get up with Tim and Jess. Depending on 
who you voted for, how good is Scott Morrison still being the Prime Minister? Well, look, ScoMo <laughs> is the still remaining the PM yes. uh, for this country. But what does that mean for us locally here in CQ? Absolutely. And uh, the most trusted voice in central Queensland, Ali Cullen, a central Queensland Nine News reporter. She joins us on the phone now. Big weekend for the federal election, Ali. It was huge. It was really huge, and especially because all of these polls um, had the result going one way, but when it actually happened on election day, it went another. Uh, so in Capricornia, Michelle Landry has retained her seat. She's part of the coalition. She had, at the moment, she has 61, just over 61% Ooh. of the vote, um, and Russell Robertson from Labor has about 38 39%. So she has retained her seat. Um, in Flynn, it's looking like Ken O'Dowd is retaining his seat. Also, I think when the when the votes came in, he got about, I mean, they're still being counted, but he has about 56.5%. And Zach Beers from Labor has 43.7%. So it's looking a little bit close for Flynn, but it is looking like Ken will retain his seat. I think both uh, Ken O'Dowd and Michelle Landry, not, I wouldn't say the word surprise, but I think they definitely were a bit kind of like, okay. Like, they knew that that was both going to be a tight race. So it's interesting to see that they did get at least... It wasn't all that tight, hey? Yeah, it wasn't all that tight in the end. Yeah, it was. And that's the thing, especially in Capricornia. I mean, both seats are so marginal. In Capricornia particularly, it was meant to be so tight and we didn't think we would get a result until after today. Um, So I think everyone was a little bit shocked and it was a little bit... It was a bit of an anticlimax, I guess you could say, because (laughs) it was just so... Um, yeah, her win was so well, large. A lot of the, the, the local members uh, that were up for election this year uh, definitely putting in the hard work. So I think a lot of you know, full credit to the boys, as mm-hmm. they say in all the sports. And full, the girls. And, and the girls, of course. <laughs> um, and uh, Central Queensland playing a big part in, in oh, Queensland yeah. being really the game changer of this year's federal election. Ellie, what do you think about the Quexit? Do you <laughs> think it's going to happen? <laughs> I mean, that's been talked about for a while. (laughs) Starts with daylight savings Um, and then it goes to Quexit. It all happens. (laughs) Get up with Tim and Jess. Degrees. The biggest trending stories across Australia and central Queensland, thanks to Heron Island. Sorry if you're listening. (laughs) Jess just thought it would be funny to give me a cheeky bird in the weather there. Caught me off guard. I apologise. for everyone involved. What's trending around the globe right now, mate? today's Game of Thrones Day. The final ever day you will be able to watch a brand new episode of Game of Thrones. 76 episodes in total, I believe. Mm -hmm. It's gone since 2010 or so. That's a good guess. I think think that's the correct term. Today is episode six of season eight, the final episode. What's going to happen? A lot of the actors... And actresses from the Game of Thrones have been speaking out about uh, what they stole from the set. I was going to say, that's probably the biggest thing. What's right? the memento? Because, well, I mean, when um, uh, Elijah Wood finished up The Lord of the Rings, they actually gave him one of the rings. They gave him a volcano. They it was, it <laughs> gave him Mordor. It was quite intense. But it's, it's one of those things that the, this is going to be worth a lot because Game of Thrones yeah. is a big show. Um, Sir Davos, apparently oh, yeah. he got in early and throughout the entire filming season, he was just... Pick, nicking things off the set. Genius. He stole so many things. Swords. He stole uh, the the bag of severed finger bones that oh, he, he keeps on set. Right. Um, and just he has an entire room dedicated to his house to all the stuff he stole from the set. 
That no, so that's that's the evidence is what he's taken because they're going to directly find that. Amelia Clark got nothing. She was like, it was the last day, and I went, oh god, I should get something, and she couldn't find anything. So she got she ended up with nothing. Should have got her, her wig with all the braids. Yeah. That would have oh, been. Oh, that'd genius. be worth heaps. Absolutely, but look, um, it's going to be an emotional journey. A lot of people have been unhappy with this season of Game of Thrones. My advice: grow up, get yeah. over it, enjoy it. It was always going to be a letdown. We waited too long for Absolutely. it. Absolutely. <laughs> so hit.com.au is where you'll find everything no that's trending about Game of Thrones. No. Spoilers, I will mate. try my best. No, that's not enough. I won't spoil it for everyone else, but I'm going to try and spoil it for you I'm today. throwing my phone in the river. <laughs> so it's not going to happen. But look, I need to focus, because you are in a bit of a weird making fun of everybody yeah, what is, movie. What is the deal uh, Mood at the I'm moment. in a mood. And you said something to me the other day, and I'm wildly offended for a large group of people, right. and I'm going to throw you under the bus. Okay. You had a go at wing defences in oh, netball. Mate, I am one. I'm allowed to. <sighs> Tim and Jess. I said something to you in passing the other day that's got you fired up. I just think today you're in a bit of a mood. You're lashing out at everybody. And I know that you've been lashing out at this particular group of people I'm for a very long time. I'm not lashing out. I'm one of them. I'm have, part of this group. See, I would say we're talking about netball, right? Yeah. See, whenever I've played with you or watched you play netball, you're all most time goalkeeper. Goalkeeper. Goal defence or wing defence. I like to jump around through the different defending positions. If there's someone taller, then I'm not playing See, goalkeeper. It doesn't. It shocks me that you want to play defence because there's more accountability there. If because like <laughs> then your it's your fault if they score. Like in a tag, yeah. you don't score. Oh well, whatever. My like, dad used to yell out at me from the sidelines because I've always played goalkeeper. Yeah. And my dad, if they got a goal in, my dad would be like, "That was your goal, Jess. You're walking <laughs> home." <laughs> I love your dad. And you're a champion now. The other parents were horrified. <laughs> that's great. But, like, that guy from the other team's yelling at that kid. No, that's his kid. Um, but you have made this statement, and it's so hurtful that wing defence, all anyone that plays wing defence is useless. I'm not saying they're useless. I'm saying the position is. You don't need them. If there's only six people on the team, you're getting rid of the wing defence first. I just think that that is extremely unfair on anyone that plays wing defence. I've never played it myself because, you know, I play captain whenever I play social oh, netball. You play centre only because is no one else the, wants to run. Is that what the C stands for? You, Sorry, I just assumed it was captain. And best. I fully assumed that I'm the captain. I'm just saying, look, you always put the wing, de- wing defence is the least used player. I you don't need them. You don't need Mate, either in, of the wings, of but you drop a wing defence before you drop a wing attack. In a lot of sports... The attack starts with the defence. And who's running around the most in the defence? The wing defence. And I feel like you are intentionally targeting this group of people to play wing defence. So I want to offer a safe space right now. 13-12-16. If you play wing defence in your social netball, your competitive netball, junior netball, call up. It's a safe place. Right. And I'm going to tell you how important you are. It's not super safe because I, I aggressively disagree. They're the, you don't need them. Name me one other te- player on the team that you can just ditch and still play. Centre. You can't ditch centre. You, you need him to start. No. Lose the centre. You can't put mine. a wing attack in the circle. No, that's not my fault. Oh. I don't know the rules very well. <laughs> apparently, According to all referees that have ever <laughs> umpired me during the game, apparently I don't know the rules. But if you are a wing defence, 13, 12, 16, give us a call. This is your opportunity to be have some light shed on you in a positive way, not Jessica's negativity torch okay. that she's flashing down on you because you play, in her words, the least important position on the field. <laughs> Garbage. You're a terrible person. 13, 12, 16. Now, if you're a wing defence, give us a call. Get up with Tim and Jess. Before we leave 
offering a safe place for wing defenders in netball to call up and we'll show you some appreciation because Jess thinks they are the most useless people on a netball I'm not team. saying they're useless people. I'm saying it's a useless position. I'm sure they can play other positions and I'm sure when they're a player short, they're playing something else. I don't. I, I can hear backtracking because you feel like you've gone a bit too hard on wing defences, and I think putting words in my mouth. I think it's the most important position on the field. Oh so yeah, this right. is an opportunity if you play wing defence to call up on thirteen, twelve, sixteen, and let's have a positive chat about your position because it is the most important position on a netball right. field. Rosie's called through on thirteen, twelve, sixteen from North Rocky. Rosie, do you play wing defence? I am a wing defence yes, guy. Oh, my apologies and condolences, Rosie. Yes, I was going to say, every person we get on, Jess, is going to formally apologise <laughs> to for making fun Look, of. as a fellow wing defence, as I keep saying, it's just the most expendable position. Prove no. me wrong. No, we are like the gatekeeper of like getting to, like not getting to the goals or getting to the goals. Jess. What about the goal defence? The goal defence's job is to do that. You can drop a wing defence easy. You can't drop a wing attack just as easily. Oh. This oh, is God. not. <laughs> this is Jess. This is not what this is about. This is a positive no, right, space. I'm sorry. Where all wing defenses are welcome. Rosie, yes, and I, I feel personally offended by this. Have you always been a wing defense? Yeah, always. Or is it something you know you what? I'm so tall. Later tall. in life, <laughs> you're Since so tall. Oh wow, Rosie, is I it just... something that you're proud of that you take pride in being a wing defense? Yes, absolutely. I've yes. always been a wing defence and I think our job is just so important because if the goal defence does suck, Jess, then we have to step up our game absolutely. and make sure that ball doesn't get to the other end. So you're short on players. <laughs> There's only six players yes, on the this team. Is not what Where this do is they about. put you? you know, what position do they put you in? Okay. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> They take you out of wing defence and they put you into an important role. See, Rosie, I'm so, so sorry. (laughs) Jess is turning this positive space into a negative hole. uh, I think if if you're going to drop a position, you need to drop centre because they get too tired from all the running around. You can't start the game without a centre. Rosie, you're making me angry. (laughs) You're going against what this phone call is about, Jess. I'm sorry. And I'm going to hang up on you and me and Rosie are going to do the show for the rest of the day. Thank you very much for your call, Jess. Oh, you're good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm hanging up Okay, you. yeah, no, all right, no worries. See ya. All right, thank you. Actually, no, come back. I've hung up on Rosie as well. we got to go. I've hung up you on everybody. You can't just delete me from the Oh, show. sorry, I've just deleted you. I hung up on you. we got to, no, all right. We gotta, we're going to get out of here because <laughs> um, I've got some Game of Thrones to watch. At uh, midnight, when I finally am able to watch it, I'll yep. let you know my thoughts on it. Good. But have a great day wherever you are around central Queensland. <laughs> See you guys. Believe in yourself. Want more Tim and Jess? Download the Hit app. Want more access to exclusive prizes? Become a VIP at hit.com.au.